0: It's been one week since Cook County and Chicago rolled out a vaccine mandate for most indoor spaces. The order requires customers five and older to show proof of vaccination at restaurants, bars, gyms and movie theaters. And while several Cook County businesses have decided to not enforce the policy, areas not included in the order like Evanston, Skokie and Oak Park have decided to enact their versions of the mandate. This as DuPage, Kane, Lake, Will and McHenry counties show no sign of opting in anytime soon. We'll get opinions from a number of local business owners today. The first being Dan Raskin, owner of Manny's Deli in the South Loop. He's trying to keep things feeling as close to normal as possible for his customers. So
1: we're doing our best to uh, keep the... Customers going as fast as we can. Customers have been down in the last week for sure. But um, on the days that we knew we were busier, we've tried to bring in a third-party company to be checking for us because we are short-staffed a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, for the most part, the people who are coming in the restaurant are cooperative with us. We have had to send a few people with their stuff to go because they forgot it or they didn't have the proof to show us.
0: Do you get pushback? I mean, yeah, I think
1: they're a little frustrated, but obviously, there's nothing we can really do about it. I mean, we have to follow the rules, and we can't make exceptions for everyone. So we do the best we can, and we're trying.
0: So you you see, customers have been down, uh, staff down as well. You're short-staffed. Have you found a system at all that you think is going to work despite the deficit? Uh.
1: I mean, the only thing that we can do for right now is when we have the most staff at our carryout right now, because that seems to be the busiest part. And that's like right at the end of the cafeteria line. So we're checking over there. And this weekend, we typically have more traffic with larger groups. So we we were able to hire someone um, and get someone extra to work the door for us and check over there. So we're just doing anything we can do to keep ourselves doing what we're supposed to do.
0: So uh, individuals who are entering an establishment for less than 10 minutes for pickup or takeout, for instance, they're exempt from this mandate. So are you finding that more customers are ordering takeout instead of dining in?
1: Our takeout numbers are definitely up. I think it's partly because of the weather is a little bit colder and partly just because the the spread is getting a little bit higher. And every time there's been um, an uptick and spread, the numbers have gone down for dining in, up for carryout. That's really how we're seeing. We're hoping that the numbers go back up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obviously a slower time for restaurants as it is, so we we want to keep our our staff working and keep us going. So we're hoping this surge slows down pretty fast
0: i'm just I'm listening to your voice. It sounds stressful.
1: yeah, I mean we're it's just uncertainty. you don't they never said what the numbers need to be for it to go back down to to not be checking the IDs again. And um, it's just uncertainty. So it's not, it's not the best timing for everything. And there is some blowback from people. We, we're not really getting the people in the restaurant that are giving us a hard time, but we've gotten some negative reviews online that we're checking IDs and we're following the mandates, and some letters in the mail and phone calls and some unhappy uh, customers that are not happy that we are following the rules.
0: Mm. Well, what about the staff? How are they feeling about it? Does it make them feel... Any safer? Do they feel like the mandate is effective at all?
1: Um, I'm not sure about that. I I think they're not sure how people are going to respond because some people are happy to show ID and some people are not. I think most of them feel pretty safe. We have not had a lot of cases here um, in the last two years, so we've done a good job protecting ourselves here. But um, they're just hoping that people are kind to them when they're asking for the ID and understanding that they're just doing their job.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it's been a week. Um, Are you encouraged at all that business uh, will turn around?
1: Um, I think like always, business will. It just takes time. And obviously, it's an added cost to us that we're having to hire someone just to check these and staff up just for that. So it's not the greatest timing, considering numbers are going down
0: in the restaurant
1: and costs are going up. But um, I do think we'll get through this and we'll get on to the next part of the pandemic, hopefully towards the end.
0: Yeah, well, that is Dan Raskin, owner of Manny's Deli in the South Loop. Best of luck to you, Dan.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Let's turn now to Ryan Strike, General Manager at Music Box Theatre in Lakeview. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to Reset.
2: Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me.
0: What do you think about the city's vaccine mandate?
2: I, I'm actually surprised they didn't do it sooner, considering the size of our city, the density, and you know some of our peers in New York and L.A. and what they've done.
0: Music Box Theater actually implemented its own vaccine mandate back in October. So tell us how that worked.
2: Um, You know, there was some communication and uh, sort of repetition in in sharing. people understand what we were asking for from our customers. And we did, uh, I would say, a good job in our website and our um, digital ticket confirmation, everything where you... Basically, we're confronted with the information of what we were asking of people before you purchased the ticket. And then when you had the ticket in your hands, you knew already in your inbox, you knew what was going to happen. In the first week, I think, or two weeks, there were some people who were trying to say they were unaware of our policy. But in the end, it was they were just kind of hoping that we weren't actually enforcing it, even though it's very clear on our website and everything that we were doing this. Um, and then after that, it just got really easy people understood it. a lot of people had asked us to do it so we actually got a lot of people who like, were thanking us I remember working the Christmas shows which is our busiest time of year and I've mm-hmm. never been thanked so many times for checking people's backs cards <laughs> and IDs. it was weird so, uh, so
0: eventually it became a smooth process then for you and your staff enforcing this mandate.
2: oh yeah absolutely yeah well, I mean it just became a part of the rhythm of what we were doing everybody got used to it so when this thing came around it only actually made our policy a little bit more restrictive because we allowed for a negative PCR test to be shown, whereas this does not unless you have a medical or religious exemption to the vaccine. So it's made us a little more restrictive, but that's not a bad thing for us. I mean, in the end, our staff wanted it to happen back in October, and our customers did too. We had a majority of people just saying that you know they'd feel more comfortable if these were the guidelines and things that we had set out for people to come inside. And we listened to them, and we did it. We saw zero change in our business. If anything it actually went up back in October... Um, and a lot of our staff felt more comfortable.
0: So what, what was it that the staff were experiencing that made them feel that they, they needed to make this move before the city actually did?
2: Um, basically, a lot of customers feel they can't speak through their mask. <laughs> I don't understand why. So they slide um, it down
0: below their nose. So they'll take
2: their mask down to, yeah. like, tell their order or whatnot. Or they'll, like, take their mask down and start eating popcorn right in the middle of the theater and when everything changed to the vaccine thing, people just felt more comfortable about people around them understanding we, how much we were putting pressure on, you know, the health and safety of everybody. And so that sort of kind of tilted it in a way where they felt more comfortable knowing that, you know, 99 percent of the people that were coming in, because we didn't get a lot of negative PCR test people coming in, um, were vaccinated and or boosted.
0: So you said overall moviegoers seemed receptive to uh, having their vaccination cards checked. Did you have to turn anyone away?
2: Yeah, we did. So there were times where somebody forgot their vaccination card, and there's this little website app that you can use to find your vaccination status in Illinois, which is great. We used that, but sometimes people, like, even didn't bring their cell phone, if you can believe that. (laughs) So we couldn't let them in because they didn't have it. And then there were times where somebody was bringing a friend or a guest, Mm -hmm. and they did not inform them of our policy and that person either wasn't vaccinated or didn't have the card problem. And then we had to turn them away. So it was very infrequent. I mean, we're talking a small, small tiny percentage of times we ever had to do that, but it did occur. And you know, those, in those instances, and, and with all instances with COVID we're more generous than I would say of most other movie theaters about our refund policy. You know, if, if it didn't work out for you to come in, we'll give you a refund. Yeah. If you get COVID, we're going to give you a refund. We want you know you to understand that we're not just taking your money and then going to keep it. You know, if it doesn't work out for you to see the movie and enjoy your time here with us, we're going to make sure you get your money back. And you know, maybe we'll catch you in the future.
0: What are your numbers looking like lately? Are more people coming out to the theater, or are they staying home?
2: Uh, Well, in the current Omicron wave, our numbers are down, not because of a vaccine, but because people are just scared of Omicron and, you know, of spreading it and or getting it. So our numbers should be at least double what they currently are, which right now our numbers are not bad because we have a very strong programming, but they should be higher. And that's kind of a bummer, but we're not attributing any of that to the vaccine mandate. If anything, it's because people are scared. And then we understand that we've been living through this for almost two years. We understand when people are comfortable to come to the movie theaters and when they're not. And for us, it's never been about, you know, telling people that you should come, period. It's all all about, you know, knowing what people's comfort level is and giving them a service inside of that when they're ready for it.
0: Right. So what are you going to keep your eye on as things continue to develop?
2: Um, well, I think it's always programmatic as, as well as what the outside factors are. So I'm, I'm really hoping that, you know, come late January, early February, we're going to see the uptick in business that I think will uh, also correspond with the decline in, in the Omicron spread here in Chicago.
0: Ryan Ostrike is General Manager at Music Box Theater in Lakeview. Thanks for your time, Ryan. Yeah, thanks, Sasha. Let's check in with one more business in our area. On the line with us now is Jason Burns. He's owner and head coach of Metal Fitness in Bronzeville. Hey, Jason.
3: How's it going?
0: Going well, thanks for being here. Uh, The process for you, Jason, uh, as the owner of, of a gym, it might be a bit different in your case where you've got gym members that are visiting multiple times a week and you would need to keep track of who's already shown
3: their cards. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that makes it easy for us as far as not easy, but that's the process we're using because we have a regular membership base. Um, our objective was just to try to get everybody's stuff on file, assuming they were cool with that. And, and then, um, we just keep a list of people that have shown it to us. Um, so we've been able to do that from the beginning. We started collecting data on people back in May when. Uh, vaccines first went out. And so we've been doing that for the time being. And anybody who's made the choice late, later in the process has has been bringing them in.
0: Oh, so since last spring, you just took it upon yourselves anyway to keep track of who was vaccinated and who wasn't.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because at one point, they, they, um, they dropped the mask mandate for like a couple of weeks. And so in order to make that work, we wanted to make sure everyone was protected.
0: What does this mandate mean for your business, Jason? Because I know Bronzeville has had some of the lowest vaccination rates overall compared to other parts of the city.
3: Um, it's challenging for sure. Um, our adult, we, you know, we have a CrossFit gym and our adult population, they're either in or they're, they're out. So most of our, our adults have been vaccinated and um, have chosen to go through that process. The kids part programs that have kind of taken a hit a little bit, and that's probably because it, it happened kind of quickly. Uh, the mandate came pretty quickly after the it was okay for five and older to get the vaccine. So some parents were still, I'm guessing, um, weighing information to see if it was the right move for them. And mm-hmm. then now now everybody's kind of scrambling to get it done. And so, for instance, we have a swim program that was uh, set to restart again uh, next week. And we're going to push it back a couple of weeks to give parents a chance to, you know, a lot of them are waiting on the second shot so they can fill the vaccine requirements. So we kind of pushed the program back for that. So the kids programs getting hit the most because that's where you had the least amount of vaccinations at this time.
0: Overall, what have things looked like for metal fitness during this <laughs> pandemic?
3: I mean, it's challenging more so for the ones, for people who don't have it and you have to turn them away. Sometimes I think they get upset with the business owners and it's like, you know, we we didn't take a business class that said it's good business to turn people away at the door. So this is something we're comfortable with, but you know, if you're doing business in Chicago, you don't have a lot of choice right now. We have the mandate we have to deal with as a business. Um, you can take the idea that you're going to fight it and not follow it or what have you. But, you know, we got in business to service people with the, with our fitness programs. And so we have responsibility to them to offer that program mm-hmm. and not push our own political agenda. So whether we believe in the mandate or not, our job is to make sure we're here so that our members who pay us on a monthly basis can have their service. And so that's kind of how we're looking at it is with whatever the CDC recommendations are is what we kind of follow.
0: Well, based on your interactions with members, does it seem like people are even aware of the mandate?
3: Uh, Definitely um, people are aware. Again, with the kids program, our first couple of days, we sent out emails because our swim program actually started right after the the beginning of the year. Right. And so a few parents came in and they didn't have vaccine cards or they weren't sure that they weren't aware that they needed to have them. So there was a little confusion at the very beginning. I see. Um, The adults pretty much knew they were all on it, probably because of work or what have you. Um, No surprises there. There weren't any surprises there.
0: How about your staff? Are they feeling like the new mandate is is a necessary step to keep folks safe?
3: Um, Yeah, they understand it. I mean, like, again, it's just we've been, from the very beginning of the pandemic, we've just tried to pivot with what was going on and, again, be available for our members. I mean, it's been tough throughout the whole process. We've had to go. We've gone online for, for a stretch. Um, we've been outside for a stretch. We're just trying to kind of do whatever we've been able to do to keep people engaged and going. And so um, our, our members have been really good at just just going with the flow and whatever we ask them to do, they've kind of done. Um, so it's, it hasn't been a challenge with working with our, our main classes.
0: What else are you hearing from other businesses in that area?
3: It's definitely been a challenge, again, especially with the uh, youth programs. And it's been a little bit confusing, too, because you have something like the Park District says, you know, they get an exemption for 18 and under and then Cook County comes out with an exemption for 18 and under. But then the city of Chicago doesn't have that. And so you get all this confusion because people are like, well, the park district is 18 and under. Why can't you open for 18 and under? You know, what's the difference? And then you, you're you in Cook County. They don't understand that we're not under the mandate of the health department of Cook County. So it's kind of like all this mixed information that's confusing people. And so it creates some drama and some things for us as business owners, because then we have to explain that. We we become the villains because we look like, you know, we're not standing up to the man or we're not doing something to help them when all we're doing is following the, the rules as they're set. And so I think those things could have been better explained so that people could um, better understand how the whole process worked. But definitely the Park District having an exemption and the Cook County having an exemption compared to Chicago um, not having an exemption for kids 18 and under. Yeah. And then with, with the CPS Um, going with what they're dealing with right now, it just puts the kids in a a really tough situation, almost like a re-lockdown because they're not in class and then they don't have after-school outlets unless they're in the Park District. It's just -hmm. So some of those things have become a headache and you wish you could open up for those kids because we know that the lockdown wasn't necessarily the most beneficial on a mental level for kids.
0: Yeah. So Jason, what do you think would help business owners like you right now?
3: Um, I mean, you know, (laughs) I don't again it's not a, I don't want to get into a political statement about whether the mandates are right or wrong I mean there's arguments on both sides of that um just be more clear in the communication so that everybody is is on the same page so that we know exactly what the rules are and how we have to go about following them um follow the science as best as possible don't just make rules based on what's the most popular most political move to make at the time you know try to make the best move based on science so that we all on the same page and moving in the right direction I don't think this is a political issue, so I'm hoping that we can get away from making it political.
0: That's Jason Burns. He's owner and head coach of Metal Fitness in Bronzeville. Thanks for your time, Jason. Well, that's it for today's Reset. And as you go through the hassle of pulling out those Vax cards, please remember, give the restaurant staff a break. They're just doing their jobs. And to keep pace with the changes from the spiking Omicron variant, please subscribe to this podcast. While you're there, give us a rating. It helps people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and please come back tomorrow.
2: At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind.